But I'm going to I'm going to share a message this evening that I've um, I've just entitled life story life life lessons. And um, really, it's just continuing on a lot about what we have been sharing about this last this last few weeks. Um, but I want to I just want to I just want to talk on this this evening. I believe it'll be a, it'll be a blessing to our lives. You know, you know, I call it your life story, life lesson. And you know, your life story can become somebody else's life lesson. And what you face in life, actually, you know, if you face it with God, God, God will bring you through the other side. And actually, what you go through in life actually helps others in life. And you know, as looking at this last week, um, looking at it, looking at Jesus Himself, you know, Jesus, um, the Bible says that He's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. What that simply means is he understands what we go through. He understands everything about our life. Anything that we ever face in life, you never face it alone. You can face it knowing that he understands. And because he understands, you can run to him. You know, there's nothing worse than talking to somebody who doesn't doesn't understand or doesn't get what you're saying. You know, they don't relate to it. Maybe you you face something and you know, somebody tells you I understand, but you know they don't. You know, there's no way they understand. But I'm telling you, when Jesus says he understands what you go through, I mean, he understands. He understands your deepest thoughts. And the reason he understands is because he came and he stood in your shoes. He came and he entered into this planet. And I'm telling you, he faced more than any of us will ever face. And the Bible says that he loved us so much that he tasted death for every man. And in tasting it, he tasted your death and he tasted my death. And he knows more than anybody what it's like to go through this life and but the bible says what that did was it because he went through all of that see jesus just doesn't know say i i know what i know i know you but he didn't really know us by standing in our shoes but when he says i know you you know he knows it by experience because he actually walked this planet and when he says he knows us he's equipped to help us because actually he does truly know us he knows what it's like and the bible says because he really knows us it made him a merciful and a faithful high priest. And what that just simply means, when you go to him, he understands. And when you go to God, you don't have to ever run from God. I don't care how much you've messed up or how much of a mess your life is, you can come to him because he knows. In actual fact, when you come to him, he has mercy on you. And when you come to him, he has grace on you. Grace is God giving you what you don't deserve. That's what grace is. <laughs> And mercy is God not giving you what you do deserve. So you're on a winner. Anytime you mess up, just run to him. You don't feel like you can go to him. You can because his grace made a way for you to come. And you can come no matter what you go through. No matter what you've experienced in life, you can run to him. I don't care how bad your thoughts are, run to him. I don't care if you mess up, run to him with your mess up. If you struggle in an area, bring it to him. Say to him, God, I'm here because I need your help. And that's, see, he wants us to come. But you see, religion paints a God who you can't get close to because he's so holy that he has a front up where you can never get to him. But yet God is a holy God, but he's approachable. And the reason he's approachable is because Jesus came and made a way for us. He made a way for, for us by the blood where we can come and run into him. If it was just us and our sin, so to speak, and well, not even so to speak, us and our sin and God, 
who is so holy there would be a distance. But because of Jesus, Jesus bridged God and man together. And you can run straight to God. You can run in your mess. And he's approachable. He wants you to come in actual fact. So, you know, never ever think that God's a distant God where he's so far away and you're so far away. No, when you see Jesus, you see Jesus among people. You see Jesus loving people. I, I believe Jesus had fun. The Bible says he was anointed with the oil of joy above his fellows, which means he wasn't miserable. He wasn't like our concept of religious people who are just, you know, distant. They make you feel lower than them. They make you feel like, you know, I'm holy, you're not. Don't come close. Don't come into my zone. No, Jesus wasn't like that. Jesus was in everybody's zone. Jesus could, could talk to religious people, could talk to people in political power, but, but get down and talk to a prostitute as well and defend a prostitute and be there for a prostitute and, and not condemn a prostitute even though everybody else wanted to condemn her Jesus said I don't condemn you go and sin no more why? because Jesus is approachable He's, he, he, and that's what I'm trying to put across here uh, uh, well last week really looking at that to let you know that you can run to him religion makes it that you run from God because you never feel worthy enough well none of us are worthy enough that's what makes grace so good because Jesus draws us. Jesus is like a, a, he's like a, he's like a magnet. And you know what? He pulls you closer to him. The more you get to know him, he pulls you closer to him. Because there's nobody who will love you like he loves you. There's nobody who will treat you like he treats you. There's nobody who will understand you like he understands you. He can deal with you inside. He can speak to areas in your life and let you know that he's there with you. And there's nobody in this planet can do that. But what I was looking at last week was to say this. That because of what Jesus went through, his life affects others. And I want to just show that tonight. Because your life affects others. Do you know that you're, do you know that, that um, people make this statement, do you know what, I'm not hurting anybody but myself. You ever hear people say that, especially if they're going through difficult times. And they'll say things like, leave me alone, I'm not hurting anybody but myself. But how many of you know that's not true? How many of you know that you, your life always affects other people? You never just affect you. Your life always affects other people, whether that's in a positive way or whether that's in a negative way. You know what? I was I was I was a cheeky brat and as a as a teenager. I would say as I, I'd be ashamed to even talk about the kind of way I used to talk back to my mother and father. <laughs> but you know what I was? But you know what? I didn't give a rip. But I didn't like me. I hated me as a teenager. I didn't like me. I really didn't. But I didn't realize in me not liking myself, I was making it hard for them. And I, sometimes I'd have thought I'm only punishing myself, but I wasn't only punishing myself. I, I, was, try, I was punishing myself. I had a real bad image of myself. I really beat myself down. But I didn't realize when I was punishing me, I was how I was re- reacting and responding to others around me. You know, it affected other people. But I want you to know your life always affects other people in a positive or a negative way. You know, we're watching the football at the minute, and boys, it's been it's been brilliant. Anybody who loves football, it's been a brilliant tournament so far. I'm I'm loving every minute of it. But you know, when you look even on on the island here, north and south, it's been great for football. Even great with the fans. The fans have been brilliant. You know, uh, the the fans from this island have just done this island proud. Really have, uh, north and south, and the way they've been acting whenever other nations have been fighting and whatever um, the fans from here have been singing did you see the, thing, the video that was up you seen the, 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 the fans on, on the train singing to the child to try and get the child to sleep did you see that I know, it's just brilliant you know what I mean just, you know, 
There's some humor in this country. This, this country is just the best country in the world, in my opinion. But anyway, um, but you know, it's just been brilliant. But you know, here's the thing: you, you realize whenever you have like national pride or whatever, whether it's football, whatever it is, you realize that every one of us are connected. You ever notice that in the country? Do you know? Do you know whenever your your team's doing bad? Do you know it affects every one of the supporters? Yeah. And you know whenever your team does does well, do you know it affects everybody as well? In other words, we're all it's it's amazing how just as human beings we're all affected. We're all connected. There's something that connects us all together. And what I'm trying to put across is your life doesn't just, just affect you, it affects others as well. There's something that connects us all together. We're all connected. You know, like that thing that happened last week, it's been hard to get it out of my head, that thing that happened to that wee child that was, you know, with the, with the, um, the alligator last week, that situation there, and I won't say too much about it with kids there, but, um, but you know that situation. Isn't it amazing? Do you know, do you know, if, you, do you know if you are, uh, like say for instance, if you were a mother, and you had young kids. It's amazing how every mother with young kids was affected greatly and deeply by that because you automatically look at your kids. And that's all around the world. It's amazing how that person hurt, that family hurt, yet it caused people all around the world to hurt as well. Do you know why? There's something that connects us all together. Isn't it amazing the way that there works? There's something that connects, or a tragedy that happens in the world. You know, when a tragedy happens in the world, it's amazing how when a tragedy happens that it affects everybody in the world. It's amazing how your stomach can feel sick to the core, or you look at whenever um, terrorist attack or whatever happens in the world. It's amazing you don't even know the people, but your heart goes out to them. And, you know, there's something that connects us all together. And what I'm trying to say here is that your life affects other people. It's not just about you winning for you or you losing for you. No, some people don't care whether they lose. No, your, your loss affects other people. It's a, but your win affects other people as well. And, you know, I'm going to show here tonight that your life just doesn't affect you. And to live your life with the awareness for others as well. To live your life. Um, I, I used a story last week. It's just come back to my mind there. Um, remember the story I've been talking about really the last couple of weeks where um, Jesus was in the boat and he was asleep but uh, they were in a storm and um, it starts off at the start of that at the start of that story saying that Jesus got into a little ship with the disciples but it says there was other little ships that were on the sea as well and this massive storm came and sometimes you can read over that that there was other little ships that were on the sea as well you see when Jesus went there was other people they, people followed Jesus wherever he went. So it would just be like today, you know, if Jesus went to another town, you'd jump in your car and you'd follow him. But then people would have jumped on a donkey or something to follow him. Or in that situation, because he got in a boat, people got in their wee boats that were available to follow Jesus. But they didn't realize they were going into a storm. And I want you to know that when they were in the storm, so was everybody else. Everybody was affected. But when they woke Jesus up and said, do you care about us? Do you even care? Jesus said, yeah, do care. And Jesus said, oh, you have little faith. And he got up and he rebuked the, the storm and the storm stopped. And they made it to the other side. But you know what's important about that is when their storm ended, so did everybody else's around. It's amazing how they were all in it together. And when they crossed over, there was other people that crossed over with them. And what I, I'm just trying to bring out of that is that your life affects other people. Do you know when you win in life, you don't just win for you, you win for others. 
And you might be young in here tonight and think, you know what, I, you know what who, who am I winning for? You know, you don't realize it. You, you win for your kids to come, or you win for your grandkids to come, or you win for your family at this present moment in time. When you take a step forward in God, you don't realize there's, you're paving the way for others to take a step forward as well. And so your life never just affects you. It always affects others. Let me just show something here for a moment this evening. Because a lot of these scriptures are just, are just great that I'm going to show this evening. But, you know, when you allow God to minister to you. And, and again, let me just say this here. We've been talking about facing things in life. And when you face things in life, when you let God minister to you, whether that's, you know, a, a difficult situation with people, but you allow God to show you how to walk in love in a difficult situation or how to forgive in a difficult situation, you, you don't realize that you're not just doing that for you. You're gaining experience with God that you can, that other people will be affected by that as well. You don't realize that many times. Um, um, you know what? When you face a situation and you, you go out the other side of it, say, for instance, if someone was facing depression or whatever, when they come out the other side of depression, they don't realize they've just got a, equipped to help other people who face the exact same thing. You know, when people face huge debt or huge difficulty and they believe God and they come out the other side, they don't realize that they're... I'm not saying they don't, you know what I mean? They might, they might realize. But don't many, many times people don't realize when they take a step forward, there's other people are watching and they're saying, you know what, if they can believe God, so can I. Or if someone's facing illness or someone's facing difficulty with their kids or whatever, just anything that you face in life but you go through with God you gain experience but that experience is not just for you that experience is for others as well just like as I said last week when Jesus walked this planet he was equipped and now he's a merciful high priest towards us what he went through actually gave him so much compassion for us see what he faced equipped him to help us to minister to us he, and, and I mean when he loves us he loves us I mean, it's incredible the way he does love us. Um, look at this verse here. It's just talking about the body of Christ. Um, and the body of Christ is everybody who's, who belongs to Jesus. But look what it says here. And, and whether one member suffer, look at this. All the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored. All the members rejoice with it. Now you're the body of Christ and members in particular. I'm telling you, you just look at you just look at us as a family, just like you had to, you know, we think of that tragedy last week. It affected all women, all mothers, affected a lot of people, affected me as a dad, affected a lot of people. But I mean there's something in you, your heart goes out towards those people and it hurts you. Do you know that as uh, as the body of Christ, you know when one hurts it affects everybody? Yeah? And you know when one goes forward, you know it affects everybody as well. And sometimes the body of Christ can be ripping shreds out of each other instead of realizing we're actually ripping shreds out of ourselves. Because when, when it's hurting, we're all hurting. I, I know you've seen people hurting over the years or whatever and it hurts you. But I tell you, see when you see somebody get a breakthrough or go forward, you should rejoice as well because that's actually your breakthrough as well. See, I'm just showing here that we're all connected. That's just what I'm trying to show here. But what you face in life, let me just show you this here. You draw from for the rest of your life. Do you know, I don't mean just what you face. I've been talking this for a while, but you know what you face with God and you come out the other side, you get experience. And you know, experience, you'll draw from that for the rest of your life. 
And again, experience is something you can't put a price on. But I'm just showing here, it says not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also knowing that tribulation works patience. And patience, what? Experience. And experience, hope. Here's something about experience. Experience means that you've went through a few things and you've learned something. You know, you, you often say, uh, yeah, um, what's that saying? Just went out of my head, but got the t-shirt. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Do you know when you've been there, done it, and got the t-shirt? Do you know you got experience? And I'm not going to go back over th- everything I looked at last week. I looked at a bit of this last week. But you know what? I, um, ex- experience is not something you learn in a book. It's something that you've learned in life. You've took what you've learned and you've went through with God and you come out the other side with experience. But here's the thing with experience. It says here, and, and, and it says in patience, experience, and experience, and then it says hope. What that simply means is this. Just say when you go through something and you get experience with God, you realize God never let you down. Look, it looked dodgy along the way, but God didn't let you down. Do you know what you gained? You got experience. So that the next time trouble comes, you know God did it that time, he'll do it again. He'll look after me again. He'll take me through again. And see when you keep going through and keep going through and keep going through, after a while you realize God's never going to let you down. After a while you realize God's there come hell or high water. I don't care what it looks like. God hasn't let me down this far and he's not going to let me down now. I've been in places before where it looked like close the doors, hide under a rock, show's over. But it wasn't over. It wasn't. God, God just God uses those situations where it looks like it's over, so that He can put His signature on it and say, "When nobody else could, I can." And that brought you out the other side. And you know, but what you gain with God is experience. I've seen in our lives. Don't know how many times God's looked after us. And one of my favourite ones is that day we went up to Donegal and I was driving up the road and we didn't even have enough money for nappies. And was it Alexis was in nappies? Alexis was in nappies and she was down to the last couple. I mean, Donna phoned me on the way up saying, Paul, we've no nappies. We've no nappies. And I says, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I, I was on my way to Donegal and I says, there's nothing I can do about it here, but I know what we can do. We can pray right now. And, I, and, and we prayed. And I said, God, you know our situation, Lord. You've never let us down. This, you've never ever let us down. And it looks like we're at the edge here, but I know that you look after us and I know you'll take care of us. And, you know, and we went on. And, but you know what? I, I, there was somebody came up to me that day and gave me an envelope with a, with a, a hundred pound gift voucher in it for Tesco's or Dunn's or something like that. And I mean, when I opened it up, I mean, the tears just came flooding. Because that was one of those situations where we didn't have it. We didn't have the ability, but God let us know again, I can look after you. I can look after you. Thank God that was the last time we were down to the, the, anything like that. That was a real bad one down to, <laughs> down to the last two nappies. Don't feed her. <laughs> don't feed her. Don't feed her. Make sure she doesn't go to the toilet. But you know what? Here's the reality. If we were down to the last. But you know what? God came through. But you know what we gained? Experience. We gained Experience. We gained experience. That's what we gained. And, I, I, and you know, we've, we went through things like that. There are lots of times. But you know what? God's brought us through. Over and over and over again. Now that there sounds really bad. You were down to two nappies. But what I'm trying to say is God looks after you and he takes care of you. Think, oh, we've never been down that far since. 
We've never been down to nappies, to, to the last couple of nappies. They're not in nappies, thank God, no. But anyway, but what I'm saying is that gives you experience. When you've experienced, you know what? It equips you. And you know what? I can give a testimony like that because I can say God look after us and something simple. But I've watched God look after us in big things, bigger things, bigger financial things than nappies. You know, many have got testimonies. If I was to say, has God done something good for you? You could share your testimony. You could share about what God's done for you. Over and over again, God's met our needs. God's looked after us. God's healed us. God's took care of us. Amen. Um, Let me look over here again. This is just showing that, you know, what you face in life, it, it actually equips you to help others. Your life story can become somebody else's life lesson. And that's why I never quit. Because you see quitting, you know, you know what, you, you actually, when you quit, you don't just quit for you, you quit for others as well who watch you. Huh? Never quit. Keep going forward. I can tell you, you see, whenever I wasn't well, I, I sat in the car with Donna and I was in floods of tears. And I said to Don, I never want to get in the... I feel like running from the pulpit. I feel like I never want to stay, stand in the pulpit again because I, was, I, I felt like a failure at that time. I felt like I couldn't minister to anybody again. That's just the way I felt. But I said, but I can't. I can't quit. And I said to her, the reason I can't quit, and here's why I, here's why I didn't quit. I didn't quit because people's faces kept coming to my mind who faced difficulties, who faced difficulties in their lives, in their body, and different things. Not maybe what I faced, but other things. And I thought, if I quit, how disappointing would that be for them as well? How disappointing would it be for me if I ran from everything? And I felt like God really ministered to me. I shared it with Donna that day. I just came out of was real bad news and all that day. And I sat with Donna in the car. And I said to her, Donna, I feel like running. But the reason I'm not going to run, I says, is I'm going to take this situation. I'm going to believe God and go right through the other side. And I'm going to show people that you can believe God no matter what you face in life. And you can have joy no matter what you face in life. And you can have victory no matter what you face in life. And and you know what? I, I, I face things. I, I pray none of you has ever faced the stuff that I, that I face. Um, going through different things, treatment and all but I went through it with joy and I went through it receiving from God and I let God minister to me every day and I didn't lose my joy Going to, yeah, I maybe had tears when my body was low or whatever, but I, my spirit was never broken, I was never broken, never, I, I may have cried, but I never cried to the point where I was defeated I cried just because I wanted to be doing more for God or I felt like a, a, you know what, I, I want to be there more for my kids or whatever, that's why I cried at that time but I never cried because it was disappointing God I made my mind up I'm going to trust you God and I'm going to come out the other side of this thing praising you and I'll tell you I haven't stopped preaching I haven't stopped I never stopped preaching and you know what I, I could have I felt like running but you know what Here, here's where I was I just love this picture I seen Jesus in my mind just standing like that and I just ran and buried myself in him and for me, that's what gave me the strength because I didn't have the strength in me. I felt like running. 
Some people want to put themselves out there as the faith giant and it's me. No, I, I can tell you now. <laughs> I came to the end of myself and I didn't have any strength in me, but I found my strength in him. And I ran to him. And you know what? I had strength every day and I was strong every day and I rejoiced every day and I praised in every circumstance every day. Do you know why? Because he was my strength and I looked to him every day. And I, I, I wish I had a better testimony when it came to health. I really do. I really do wish I had a better testimony. But here's my testimony. I can praise God no matter what comes. And I'm not defeated. And I'm more than a conqueror. And come hell or high water, I'm still going forward in God. And I wish I had a better testimony. And I tell you, I keep believing. I keep believing regardless. And I haven't changed what I believe. And I don't change the word. The word doesn't. I don't change the word to suit my circumstances. I just keep believing the word of God. And it's going to change my circumstances. And that's the way I look at things. But I've learned this. I've learned that I can praise God no matter what. You can't learn that in the book. It's one thing to say, oh, I can praise God no matter what. I, I know what it's like to praise God. When you're facing hell, I know what that's like. But you know what? I've learned and I've let God minister to me in those situations. And I can tell you this: I can minister to others. Do you know why? Because I've let Him first of all minister to me. Look at this here. It says here, "Blessed are they that dwell in thy house." You know what? If you come to church, you'll always have a song. You'll always have a song. Do you know why? Because in church, you know what you find? You find your strength. Verse 4, blessed is the man whose strength is in who? In thee. It's not about how strong we are. It's how strong is the one we are connected to. So if you're connected to him, you're strong. And you know where you, you find him? You find him in the house of God and run to him in the house of God. And you know what? You end up, you become stronger. But you don't know how you become, you just become stronger. I found walking with God, you become stronger. It's amazing how it just strengthens you and um, just allowing God's word in you. Um, Look at this here. um, Who passing through the valley of Baca. The valley of Baca is tears. You know what? We all face trials in life. There's none of us don't. But when you go through the other side, you know what it becomes? It becomes a well. And you know what a well is? A well is somewhere where you draw from. It's a place... Do you know, a well is your own personal well. Do you know, when you go through things with God and you get experience with God and you realize, God, you'll never let me down. God, you love me. Even if you fail and you let God minister his love and his grace to you, do you know what you're learning? You're learning how good God is. And you're gaining experience. But you see, that experience, it becomes a well. And you'll draw from that for the rest of your life. You, how many of you know when you've went through things, you keep going back to those stories? Have any of really key moments in your life where God's been good to you? And you can look and you say, that was a key moment. And that was a key moment. Oh, that was a real key moment. Do you know what that is? That's a well. It's a well of experience where you, you keep, every day you get up, you don't just get up and you start that day like it's a fresh day. You start that day with a wealth of experience that you keep drawn from for that day that you're in. And you realize, God, you've looked after me for the last, whatever, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And God, this is going to be another one of those days where you look after me. Do you know what you're doing? You're drawn from your own personal experience with God. Amen. Now, here's the other thing. It says, the rain also fills the what? The pools. You see, your life, your experience is not just for you. Your experience is like a pool as well, where other people come and draw from as well. You see, what you experience with God is not just for you. In other words, everything that you go through in life, you're not just connected to you. Your life just doesn't affect you. Your life affects others. 
And when you get experience with God, I'm telling you, you, other people come and dip out of your experience as well. How many have ever used somebody else's testimony? Yeah, and said, you know what, I, I, you know God did something great for that person. You know what you're doing? That was a, that was, that was a pool. They have experience. God made it a pool for them. And you come over and you keep dra- drawn out of their experience. You draw out of what God done for them. And we all do that. Do you know why? Because we're all connected. And we encourage one another. And that's the way it's meant to be. Do you know, I, I, hope, I hope I encourage you, but I want you to know you encourage me. Yes. You're, we're, we're connected. You know, we draw from one another. Your testimony affects me. I hope my testimony affects you, but that's the way it's meant to be. I hope whenever I hurt or I face things that, you know what, it hurts you to the sense of, you know what, because we're connected, we use said, you know what, uh, you know what, let's just pray for Paul or we should be doing that, we should be praying for one another. But whenever something great happens in my life, you know, I pray that it affects you as well. And vice versa, that's the way this is meant to be. We're meant to affect and encourage one another. That's the way this thing works. Amen? Um, uh, Look at that there. I love that. They go from strength to strength. When you go through situations, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And when you go through things with God, you see, you'd never go through if you didn't have His strength. I've seen people go through difficult situations instead of passing through they bring a tent with them and they stay there or build a house there there's people who are trapped in circumstances the things that happened 30 years ago they still live in them they put a tent right in that valley of Baca they live there they take out a trial and order in some blocks and they put up their house of offence and they move into it and they just stay there for the rest of their lives in a place of offence and they just stay there in the valley of hurt Somebody did something to me. Somebody treated me bad. I tell you, every one of us have had people treat us bad in life. And I'll tell you something else. We've probably treated people bad as well. But you know what? When you go through the valley, don't, don't camp out there. Some people, you know what, face a situation in life. And, you know, say, for instance, if it's, a, if it's an illness or whatever. And they build a wee mindset of their sickness and disease mindset. And they move into it. And they live there for the rest of their life. My sickness, and they make it so personal. It was my sickness. Oh, it was my cancer. Oh, it was my diabetes. And it's all, it's all mine. Oh, it's mine. It's my, it belongs to me. They've moved into a house out of mindset out to face the difficult situation, and they'll live there in that mindset. Now, the Bible says go through. And when you go through with God, what it becomes is experience. And it's experience not just for you, but for others. And you'll go from strength to strength to strength to strength to strength. What doesn't kill you when you walk through with God, it's going to make you stronger. God doesn't bring our trials, but God will certainly use them. And what he'll do is he'll strengthen you. And I'll tell you, you'll be stronger. And the next thing that comes against you, you're stronger to face it. And the next thing that comes, you're stronger to face it. you know why? Because you've already went through a few things. And you know God didn't let you down. And you come out stronger. God wants you to come out stronger. When you face trials, God wants you to come out stronger, more resilient, more, uh, more resistant towards what comes against you. Experience, experiences love, experiences grace, experience all of those things and come out stronger. Amen? Um, as, uh, I've looked at there with trials coming against us, but look what it says here at the, at the end. First 10, 1 Peter 5, 10, it says, But the God of all grace, it says here, who has called us into his eternal glory 
um, by um, Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, and this is not saying, you know, God brings suffering into our lives. No, this is just saying, let's just know here was Satan who comes against us. But when you face things, when you go through the other side of that, look what happens. It makes you perfect, established, and what? Strengthened. When you face things, you come out stronger. But here's the thing. What you face and makes you stronger is not just for you. That's what I'm trying to show here. Look what Jesus said to Peter. Jesus said to Peter. It was Peter who wrote that other thing that we read. Look what it says here in Luke 22 verse 31. Um, It says, And the Lord said unto Peter, Simon, Simon, Behold, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. And I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, look, strengthen who? Thy brother, their brethren. Jesus said to Peter, Satan's going to come and try and take you out. God doesn't try to take us out. We have an enemy. And Jesus said, Satan's going to come and try and take you out. But you know what? I prayed you won't give up. Yeah, you might feel like quitting. And Peter did feel like quitting. Like many times we can feel like quitting as well. But you know what? He didn't give up. And he kept going forward. And I'll tell you something about Peter. Peter denied Jesus. Many, many of you went that far where you'd think, just say, uh, ah, stuff you, Jesus. Kind of, I don't know you. That's what Peter did. Denied him. Totally flat out denied him. But do you know what? Here's the thing about Peter. Peter knew God's love and God's mercy and God's grace. Do you know why? Because he denied Jesus and Jesus still came after him. <laughs> and Jesus said to him, would you, you know, I've got a new job for you, Peter. And I tell you, Jesus melted Peter with his love and his grace and his mercy. And I tell you, you might fail and you might fall flat on your face, but get experience with God. And you know what you'll experience? His love and his mercy and his grace. And you know what? Even if you said, stuff stuff the whole lot. I can't can't stick them anymore. Them Christians are a bunch of hypocrites and all the rest of it. And you know what? You just just throw your hands up and, you know, and you, and you, you, so to speak, you give up. But then you get home and you go, do you know what, God, I don't don't quit, I don't quit. Well, do you know what, you see at that present moment in time, don't feel bad. Do you know what you need to do? You need to realize God's love and mercy and grace is extended towards you, just like Peter. And do you know what you need to do? You need to let God pour his grace out and his love out upon you. Because you know what that'll do? That'll become a well where you can then, then it'll become a pool so that people can learn from your experience. Because I'm telling you, if you've ever felt like quitting, you have experience. You've experienced. It may not be experienced in the way many of us think. I've felt like quitting, but I've, felt, I've experienced God's love. Even when I felt like quitting. I, when I felt like I've let him down, I tell you, he still loves me. Do you know what I'm gaining? Experience. And do you know what it helps me? It helps me love others. And it helps me when I see other people who feel like quitting, where I can go to them and say, do you know what, I've been there, I've felt like quitting as well. But you know what, God still loves you and God still has a plan for you. And you might quit on God, but God will never quit on you. Do you know what that is? That's experience. That's what Peter had. Peter could go and help others. I'm going to finish here, but there's one of these verses I wanted to show before I close. Um, yeah, let me, let me show this here. Look what it says here. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul speaking, 2 Corinthians 1, verse 13. And it says here, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, the God of all comfort. Look at this, who comforts us in all our tribulations. You know, when you face things, you know, if you let God, he'll comfort you. 
But here's why. That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Yeah? You see, when you let God comfort you, it equips you to comfort others. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves were comforted of God. And if you read this on down, what Paul's basically saying here is this. You know what? What we faced, what we have faced is for your comfort. And you know, when we face trials, you just realize when I face trials, I'm going to get experience with God. And God's going to comfort me, but you're going to be a partaker of that because I'm going to come and I'm going to comfort you with the same comfort that God has comforted me with. Do you know when you go through things and you let God minister to you, you don't realize it. But what Satan means for evil, God's going to turn around for good. And the experience that you get, you're going to be able to help others. Amen? I think we should become Satan's worst nightmare. And when he comes against us, we just take it and say, well, I wasn't asked that, I wasn't looking for that, but it came. And you know what? I'm going to prove God faithful again. And I'm going to take this experience and I'm going to bait Satan's brains out in people's lives. That's the way we should handle that. And there's lots of scriptures that go along like that and talk. All of these scriptures here talks about Paul was facing things. Titus went to a group of people. They encouraged Titus. Titus came and he encouraged Paul. I'm telling you, we're all entangled. You might be discouraged, but there's someone that's encouraged and they'll encourage you. Stay together. That's what makes the body of Christ so good. If you're down, somebody's up. If you're up, somebody's down. We can encourage each other. And when we come together, and many, you know, many of you ever went to church and you went in discouraged and came out fully lit? Because you went in discouraged, but you got around somebody and they were encouraged. Or, and, and you got around talking to them and then you think... Do you know what? God did that for us. True, that's the prom- That's true. What the promises of God does. What God, God did that for them. He could do that for me as well. And you know what? You go in discouraged and come out encouraged. And that's the way God wants us to be. God wants us to encourage one another, to build up one another. Amen. I'm going to basically finish there this evening. There's lots of scriptures there, but I don't have time to go through them all this evening. But that's basically just what we're saying there this evening. Your life story can be somebody else's life lesson. Amen. What God's done for one, he can do for you. If God done it for, for anyone, all the promises of God are yes and amen. If God changed one person's life, he can change your life. When people say, oh, God is great, let me tell you, he can be that great for you as well. Because that's the kind of God we serve. He's a great God. Amen. 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 Praise God. Father, we just worship you tonight. And Lord, just thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your goodness towards us, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, you look after each one of us. You know us all, Lord, and you know each one of our hearts. You know the depths, the hard questions that we have, the things that we cry out to you whenever nobody else knows. But Lord, you know, you know each one of us, Lord God. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that you just just pour your love out afresh on us, Lord God, and just show us again, Lord, how, how close you are to to us, Lord, that you're close to us. And when we face things, you're close to the brokenhearted, Lord. You're, you're close to those that have questions. You, you want to be a help, Lord. And so, Lord, we just receive from you tonight and we let you comfort us and minister to us and pour into us so that we can pour into others, Lord. Lord, we just thank you tonight in Jesus' name.